This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back. I'm Martin Strong, and this is Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. Are you thinking about some renovations to your home? Well, then our guest this afternoon has some great advice. We'll talk to Graham Hugay at the My House Design Build team on how to do it right. But first, it's a look at the consumer news headlines from the past week. The lineups at the Passport Office are not getting any smaller. So if you're thinking of doing some international travel this summer, you better get on it. After more than two years of pandemic-restricted travel, a lot of people are scrambling to get a new passport. And according to data out this week, between April 1st of last year and the end of March this year, nearly 1.3 million passports were issued. And the federal forecast this year to next year is between 3.5 and 4.3 million passport applications. So based on projections... Uh, Employment and Social Development Canada says 75% of Canadians who apply for a passport will get one, but not until 40 working days. A nonprofit group called Global Witness has put Facebook to the test when it comes to the platform detecting violent hate speech on its site. And it looks like Facebook has failed the test big time. The group created ads with dehumanizing hate speech calling for the murder of people belonging to each one of Ethiopia's three main ethnic groups. The ads were very disturbing and Facebook's systems didn't catch them and allowed them to be posted on the site. The same thing happened before Global Witness did a similar test with hate speech in Myanmar. Worse, Facebook failed this recent test even after the group told the social media site about that first test. The Bank of Canada has some sobering things to say about Canada's economy. Uh, This past week, they said that high household debt and overheated housing prices are posing some big risks to the Canadian financial system. In its latest financial system review, the central bank says Canadian households on average have seen their net worth increase by about $230,000 over the first two years of the pandemic. But they point out that the increase is due mainly to soaring house prices and the rising stock market. As a result, the bank says many households are stretched way too thin in order to buy a home. And if housing prices slip, it may be a big problem. And speaking of high home prices, Vancouver Island has just set a new record for the most expensive single-family home sold on the island through the MLS, a 1.67-acre waterfront estate in Oak Bay near Victoria has netted its owners nearly $13.2 million, $13.2 million, and that's $2.3 million under the asking price. The 11,900 square foot home was built in 2016. It's got five bedrooms, eight bathrooms, and unobstructed views of the ocean. And the folks at the PNE have given us the news that roller coaster aficionados have been waiting for. The old PNE roller coaster, the oldest roller coaster still in operation in Canada, will be up and running by mid July 
of this year. The classic ride was out of commission last year as a result of a much needed refurbishment. They were hoping to have it open by next Saturday, June 18th, when Playland opens, but they had some delays. So the opening has been pushed to mid-July. The retrofit uh, featured more than uh, 4,700 hours put into restoring the coaster with more than 1,200 lengths of structural grade Douglas fir. That was the kind of wood they used it on it originally when it was built in 1957. This is Vancouver Consumer. And coming up, we'll talk to the folks at the My House Design Build team on how to avoid the pitfalls when it comes to renting, renovating your home. Uh, or building a brand new one. Also a chance to see in the flesh some beautiful homes that they have worked on. That's all coming up when we return right after this. Welcome back. This is Martin Strong, and we're just a week away, a week and a few days away from the start of summer, a time when you really notice what you love about your home and what you'd like to change about your home. Uh, You're entertaining more. The doors are open. You're spending time outside. And if you're thinking about making some improvements to your home, maybe a new kitchen, a new bathroom, maybe a completely new build, you want to call the My House Design Build Team. Georgie Award winners as Best BC Renovator for seven years running, winner of the Haven Award for the past two years as Renovator of the Year. They're the people who have expertise in every aspect of home design. People who see your complete home, even if you're just changing one part of it. And from the My House Design Build team, with me now is Graham Hugay. Hi, Graham. How are you? Great to talk to you. And uh, yeah, summer, boy, summer is just around the corner. I I hope our weather can uh, balance out a little bit more evenly and we get some uh, uh, late spring, early summer weather soon. But uh, boy, yeah, everybody is buzzing with what can we do on our home and what can we do in the backyard? We want to enjoy our, our, our home more this year, especially as we've gone out of this whole last two years of COVID. Everyone's come to a realization their home is their sanctuary and they want to do something more and realize that, you know, it's a gathering place. It's the place they can feel safe. And that's what we help people do. Yeah, and there's some really exciting stuff coming up. I want to talk about the webinars that you have. If you go to myhousedesignbuild.com, you can sign up for one of the webinars. You've got a really interesting one coming up Thursday. It's your very first condo and townhouse webinar. I want to talk about that. But first, uh, we got to talk about what's going on next Saturday, June 18th. It's the parade of renovated, the parade of renovated homes. And this is a big deal for the My House Design Build team, isn't it? Well, we've been doing a parade of homes of some sort for more than 20 years. In fact, the the uh, Lower Mainland has always had a parade of homes sponsored by the Home Builders Association of Vancouver. And um, we haven't been able to do that for the last two years due to COVID. And, uh, and then with the restrictions lifting, we weren't able to get it organized well enough to involve all of the other member companies. So we've gone ahead and we have our own parade of renovated homes next Saturday, June 18th, from 10 a.m. till 3 p.m. And it's really simple. All that a person needs to do is go to our website, they will see right at the very front of that website, register for the Parade of Renovated Homes. You go online, you register, and what that does is we will then send you directly the addresses of the four homes 
just prior to Saturday, June 18th. And we do that for security and safety protocol. And uh, we ask that whoever shows up has picture ID that matches the person that registered. And again, for safety and security. But we have four homes that I believe are all very relatable. There's nothing here that anyone's going to come in and go, you know, I can't relate to doing this. These are relatable renovations. Three of them are full house renovations. So if you're renovating a kitchen, you're going to see three brand new different kitchen styles. You're renovating bathrooms or outdoor living, you're going to see three outdoor living and bathroom styles. But if you're renovating a whole floor or a whole house, well, you're going to see three whole house renovations. And then we have a fourth house that's also a full house renovation, except we're in the framing stage. So we're able to walk you through what happens in construction because sometimes it's hard to visualize what you live through or what your house is going to go through in any given renovation and so it's great to see a project in the middle and so four projects they're scattered around lower mainland i encourage you to come make it a day and see all of them but we're in vancouver oakridge area and then we're in delta north delta then we're in the surrey fleetwood area and then also over in the tri-cities in coquitlam Right. So go to myhousedesignbuild.com. That's the website. And you can sign up for the Parade of Renovated Homes uh, next Saturday. It's June 18th. And I guess uh, just lots of ideas for people. And I guess people who are in a house that they've lived in and they're thinking of, you know, updating it, renovating it, uh, they, they probably, a lot of people don't know the possibilities. And this is a great way to see some of the ideas that maybe they didn't even think of. Exactly. And these homes are, and, and I use this term relatable, for example, the house in Oak Ridge, the 1967 bungalow. And many people have seen these types of homes being torn down all over the city. And this house actually is a net zero listed literally as a brand new home now because we've been able to repurpose it. We did not put any additions on. It's been taking the existing bones of that house and repurposing it so energy efficient. It beats all to code energy efficiency guidelines and is actually net zero with solar panel, uh, electrical supply, um, and a super healthy home. Great example of what you can do with a home. And the other homes that I mentioned as well, they're all part of older subdivisions uh, or, a, or a relatively newer subdivision, but restored and, and uh, brought up to date and um, more energy efficient, but also better use of space. So that's the biggest thing people talk to us about, uh, especially since COVID is, you know, I've, I've got a kitchen, I've got this dining room, and I've got a living room or an outdoor deck. How do I make this more of a more cohesive floor plan? How can I get more use out of my home and bring the use of my home in line with how my family lives? And that's what people are going to see in all of these homes. Yeah, and I guess a lot of old homes, they're all sort of uh, partitioned off, little rooms and lots of walls that you don't really need. Exactly, and that's that comes down to how to make a home feel bigger and act bigger and accomplish more for you and your family and, and, and extended family or guests um, without adding on to your home or without a, a building a new home. Yeah, we're talking to Graham Hugay 
uh, from the My House Design Build team. And you can go to their website, myhousedesignbuild.com and sign up for the Parade of Renovated Homes next Saturday. And you've also got these webinars and these are ongoing. And there's one on Thursday that's kind of interesting on the 16th. Uh, from 7 p.m. to 8.15 p.m. And it's it's all virtual. You can do it from home. And this is the first time you've ever done this particular webinar. It's the condo and townhouse webinar. So what's different yeah, about focusing, this? Yeah, helping people understand there is a difference dealing when you're in a strata-type situation. Um, now, we're not able to have any condos or townhomes on the parade of homes. And that's just because of logistics, bringing people into a strata, secure area, um, a condo. It's not, it's just not possible. But if you're looking to renovate a townhouse or a condo or in a strata, come out to the parade of homes because you're going to get lots of great ideas that can be incorporated and thought through in a condo just because they're in single family homes. You're going to see some great ideas. But next Thursday, I'm going to talk specifically on what are the things that are different in a condo strata renovation type situation. What do you need to know? What's the process? How do you choose the right person to do that? And, and you know, we do single family renovations and custom homes, but we're also BC Georgie Award winner of best renovated condos uh, five of the last 20 years. And, uh, and so, you know, we've been doing this for 20 years. We, we have a process and a team specific to condos and townhouse type situations um, because you need to go in with a smaller group of people. You can't go in like you're building a new home and you need to be respectful of all the strata rules and what the timing that you can go in and out and use of elevators and common spaces. I mean, there's many things that go into being successful in having a condo renovation. You also have some time restraints often put on you by various strata. So we're going to talk about all of that next Thursday at 7 o'clock. So what's the, is there one thing that people don't usually realize uh, when they're thinking about renovating their condo that they can do that they didn't realize they can do? Well, we'll show lots of examples where even in concrete buildings, we've been able to open up that small galley kitchen and allow it to feel like it's more of a bigger kitchen or into the living room, great room area. And a lot of people don't even realize that they might have that option. Now, not every time can that be, but we do a uh, discovery, if you will, at the very beginning in our feasibility process to find out what you can do. Can you remove that wall? Will mechanical allow you to, structural and so forth? But oftentimes we can, and I'm going to show lots of examples of that, including in high-rise concrete buildings, that we've been able to do that next Thursday. And I'll do that in video and photo format. Yeah, we're talking about the webinar. Uh, they have them uh, pretty much every Thursday. Uh, if you go to myhousedesignbuild.com, you can sign up. It's the My House Design Build team. And as we say, this Thursday, it's the condo and townhouse webinar and it's the first time they've ever done this and that's kind of cool and then thursday june 23rd it's home improvements and renovations sort of a, a a general webinar information session and then thursday july 7th it's high performance renovations and custom homes which is which is really cool because it's all the uh, you know environmental breakthroughs that are happening in ways you can you can make your house way more energy efficient so i mean even though these webinars are all 
with a different topic, they all kind of go together. And and you could probably, no matter what kind of living experience you're having, uh, you could. It would be good to to do all of these webinars, probably. Absolutely. In fact, last night we had our kitchen and bath webinar. We'll do that again in four weeks' time, um, and and just focused on kitchens and bath. Well, everybody has one of those at least. And so we, we talk about the trends, we talk about the pitfalls, we talk about what people are looking for and what you do and how you work with a designer and so forth during that process. Um, you know, but we, we, you mentioned energy efficiency. Right now, a lot of people don't know, there's over $20,000 available in federal, provincial, and local government and utility rebates and grants to help people renovate, upgrade their energy, their energy components, such as furnaces or their their cooling system you can actually get money to help you have cooling if you don't have cooling in your home um and you don't want to have what happened last summer you can get that in the works um upgrading of your windows and your doors um upgrading of insulation in your home even upgrading things like appliances and fireplaces gas fireplaces if done with high efficiency product they will get rebates on those things too we guide people through because it is complicated a bit in terms of some of those grants and rebate programs, and we guide people through it um, right from the beginning and show them what they can take advantage of during their renovation as well. And that's what the My House Design Build team is good at, looking at the whole situation, and uh, especially when it comes to rebates, because if you've ever you know, dealt with a rebate situation, it gets complicated, and sometimes you don't even know they're there, and you want uh, people who know exactly what you can get so you can maximize these uh, rebates, and there's a lot of them going on. So go to myhousedesignbuild.com myhousedesignbuild.com and sign up for uh, one of these webinars, especially this Thursday, the condo and townhouse webinar. And then uh, the 23rd, it's home improvements and renovations. And then on the 7th, it's high performance renovations and custom homes. We're talking to Graham Hugay from My House Design Build team. And also don't forget the Parade of Renovated Homes, which is next Saturday, June 18th. And go to the website, myhousedesignbuild.com to sign up for all that stuff. And when we come back, I want to talk to Graham about uh, some of the new trends. Uh, we, we seem to be coming out of this sort of COVID era and, you know, the weather is, you know, changing. And uh, I, I want to know what the new trends for renovation are, how people are, are changing their homes for the better. That's when Vancouver Consumer continues right after this. Welcome back. It's Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong, and we are talking home renovations with Graham Hugay from the My House Design Build team. You can go to their website, myhousedesignbuild.com. We've been talking about uh, all the things coming up. I'll mention again, the Parade of Renovated Homes is next Saturday. June 18th, your chance to see four different homes that have been completely renovated and you get all sorts of ideas. And you can also sign up for their webinar uh, this Thursday, June 16th. It's the condo and townhouse webinar. The first time uh, the My House Design Build team has done that. Um, So uh, Graham, I want to ask you, uh, you know, it sort of feels like we're kind of coming out of a <laughs> of a cave at times uh, the last two years. Um, and I, I want to get your sense of of uh, what are the new trends for, for home renovations? What do you see in the next year as being the big trend when it comes to people improving their homes? 
Well, if I could talk about trends, but also talk about changes that people are experiencing uh, coming out of COVID and delays or uh, bureaucracy and things. I'll talk about that too. But, you know, some of the biggest trends I see is people, um, you know, they've, they spent time at their home, especially in the early parts of COVID and realizing their home's really their sanctuary. And they're wanting to, you know, incorporate opportunity where they can open up space, um, have more uh, where they can see each other <laughs> and still have some distance. Some people might have a small kitchen and, boy, you put three people in there, it's really, really tight. Or if you've ever had a uh, social gathering and everybody stands in the kitchen with their, their, their glass in their hand while they're watching somebody do meal preparation. So the biggest thing people want to do is, you know, open up that space. And it might be opening it up to a living room, a family room, a dining area, or outdoor living. If it's a single family home, outdoor living. And creating a more functional space. That's the biggest thing that people ask us about. And the second thing is air quality. People are looking for healthier homes. I mean, boy, we've we've definitely gone through that phase these last 24 months thinking about, you know, air quality and healthy living healthy homes and so we can actually help people do that in their renovation even if they're renovating just part of their home like their kitchen which is the most common um, we can talk to them about what is their air quality in their home how is their house heated cooled do they need to add cooling Um, or air filtration and we actually can get to near hospital quality air quality as far as filtration we have ultraviolet light filters Uh, We have many clients who have challenges with asthma, with other health-related issues, respiratory issues, and we've been able to help them have a more healthy home by having that better air quality, better air filtration, um, and maybe HRV, which is heat recovery ventilation. I call it a fresh air machine, adding that into the home. These are some things that in new construction, which we also do, New construction is a lot easier, and you automatically will think of these things. But in renovations, a lot of people don't realize they can also upgrade these issues and come up with a more healthy place to live. Yeah, and do you think most people are surprised at what they can do with an older home that isn't a brand new build, that they can retrofit these kind of improvements? Absolutely. In fact, you know, we, we build custom homes and laneways. And if you're looking at building a custom home or laneway, let us know. We'll g- gladly take you to a new construction site. But next Saturday, June 18th, we are focusing on whole home renovations to show people exactly what you said, that you actually can do a lot with an older home. Whether you're looking to buy a home now or you already have one and you've been living there a while, Many people love their neighborhood, love where they live, but they just don't like how their home functions. They don't like it's cold in the winter, it's hot in the summer, it's got moldy smells to it, it's different rooms have different temperatures, all those different things, not to mention how it looks and feels. This is a great opportunity to see relatable projects. These are four very relatable homes, very just just everyday families who's looking to improve their lives with what we can do in their existing homes. So three of the homes, we are going to be able to see a complete home transformation of what we've done with that existing home. And the fourth one, it's in construction. So you can actually see how far we went in rebuilding that particular home and how we've been able to restructure. We've been able to take a standard eight foot high ceiling and how to alter that into a 
vaulted ceiling, and you're going to be able to see so many different examples if you'll go and attend all four of the homes. They're around the Lower Mainland. We have one in Vancouver near Oak Ridge, one in North Delta, one in the Surrey Fleetwood area, and one over in the Tri-Cities in the Coquitlam area. It's called the Parade of Renovated Homes, and it's next Saturday, June 18th. So go to myhousedesignbuild.com, the website for the My House Design Build team, and you can sign up and uh, you will get the addresses of these four houses and uh, you can see them all or just one or uh, a combination of the four. Uh, but it's all there and just tons of ideas for what you can do. And we're talking about trends with renovations. Uh, one thing I'm seeing, especially in, you know, in the, the city area, pretty much everywhere in the lower mainland, people are, are sort of redefining how they live in their house. Uh, parents are living in basement suites and sometimes kids are moving in basement suites and there's laneway houses. You mentioned those. Um, I guess that's a huge part of, of what the My House Design Build team does is sort of sort of redefine living spaces and find space where there was no space, like attics, for example. Find space where there was no space before, but people can live there. Including basements, you mentioned. You know, sometimes a basement is a low-height basement. But can we maybe somehow figure out how to make that a full-height basement? And we've got lots of examples to show people of that. Um, you mentioned about parents moving in or having their kids move in. Oh, we're seeing that so much. Definitely in the last two to five years, we have seen so many families reconnecting, reintegrating, where kids are moving back home with parents or parents are moving in with kids, or even where they're going in together and buying a home together and then reconditioning that home to suit both families' needs. Or perhaps putting a rental suite into place um, or a laneway that can be rented out. I mean, there's so many different options, whether it's an addition, whether it's basement suites, whether it's just to uh, upgrade the main floor living and the outdoor living, even outdoor living this these last 24 months, that's a big thing. People have been putting in their swimming pools, outdoor covered patios, um, hot tubs, places to gather and enjoy their home because they've recognized their home is their sanctuary. Yeah. We're talking to Graham Hugay from the My House Design Build team. And Graham, uh, one thing when people are renovating uh, that they have to deal with are permits. Some people choose not to deal with them, but uh, when when you're dealing with the My House Design Build team, you you guys kind of look at the entire home very holistically, and and you're very um, very ad- adept at at making sure that it's properly permitted. And why is it important for people to be properly permitted when they renovate their home? Well, you you mentioned that some people choose not to get a permit. I really think that's a super big pitfall. Um, They put themselves in a huge liability position. Number one, um, most homeowners insurance have clauses in them in tiny fine print that if you've actually done work without proper uh, jurisdictional permits and, and, and following the rules, if you will, and something happens, something electrical happens, something plumbing happens, you have something that your insurance company needs to handle, you could find yourself in a position where your insurance is totally void. So from that perspective, that is a huge, huge, don't do that. The second thing is now with the laws involved with real estate agents 
and homeowners needing to do full disclosure on what work has been done on their home prior to selling it and the full disclosure of anything that was done without permit. Oftentimes I'm seeing people try and have work done without a permit and then try to sell their home. People often will discount the work they just had done because it wasn't done properly. It wasn't inspected. It wasn't uh, done with permits. So we always let you know if a project will require a building permit or not. I have yet to see many projects that won't require any permit. There's always usually a electrical permit or a plumbing permit. We call those trade permits. Even installing a new furnace requires a gas permit at least and probably an electrical permit. And so every project will have something to do with a permit. It just depends on what that is. And people often get scared away. They think that's going to take too much money, too much time. Oh, no, I don't want to go that way. But, you know, if you will allow us to outline the steps, and this is what we do every day, like you said, that we, we do this every day. We know every municipality. We're licensed in 18 municipalities, and we know all of their jurisdiction, what their municipality regulations are, what the timelines are, and we can guide you through that whole myriad of process. Mm-hmm. So, Graham, in the in the minute or so, two minutes that we have, uh, let me ask you, if someone is thinking of doing a renovation and they go to myhousedesignbuild.com or they call 604-MY-HOUSE, um, what's the first thing you'll you say to them? I mean, it, it's it's all about the planning, right? One, two, three. Go to the Parade of Homes next Saturday. I'll be on site. Our staff will be on site. Um, designers, planners on all four of our homes. Uh, and come and meet us. Come and see what we do. Get your personal questions answered there. Second, go to our website as well and register for one of the webinars. It's all listed on the webinars. We've got all the dates there. I'm on those webinars. Our staff is on those webinars answering questions in the comfort of your home every Thursday night at 7 o'clock. And then contact us. We will be, uh, feel free to set up an in-home consultation. It's complimentary. It's the best way for us to sit down with you at your kitchen table, talk about what your ideas are, what you'd like to accomplish, and then we can give you candid feedback. Maybe put on the coffee pot for us, offer us a cookie, um, and sit (laughs) down for an hour, and that is the best thing to do. And uh, so I would do those three things, and then I look forward to being part of those conversations and having that cup of coffee with you and discussing your next project, whether it's a renovation, a laneway, a custom home, whatever it is that you're considering doing. And you still have the 15% discount on all preliminary planning feasibility? uh, The very first step we call feasibility, and we're offering a 15% rebate on the work that is done during that feasibility preliminary design and planning stage. Right on. Well, Graham Hugay, uh, uh, best of luck on Saturday, next Saturday, June 18th. It's the Parade of Renovated Homes. Uh, your chance to see exactly uh, what you can do with your home and see what the My House Design Build team has done. And it's uh, it's going to be pretty cool. Go to myhousedesignbuild.com and sign up for the Parade of Renovated Homes next Saturday. And also, don't forget about these webinars. Uh, this Thursday, 
June 16th. It's the condo and townhouse webinar. It's the very first time they've done this for condos and townhouses. Then the 23rd of June on Thursday, it's home improvements and renovations, and then high performance renovations and custom homes, July 7th. Graham, always a pleasure to talk to you and uh, have fun and we'll see you next week. And enjoy the rest of the weekend. Take care. Thanks, Graham. And when we come back, uh, what's the latest you've ever returned a library book? What was the biggest fine you've ever had? I bet it's not as uh, big as this one. I bet it's not as late as this library book. I've got that story coming up next. Welcome back. I'm Martin Strong. And last week on Vancouver Consumer, we had the news that the Vancouver Public Library locations would no longer be charging overdue fines on all the library material that is being loaned out. And it's good news for whoever recently returned this book. It's a library book called The Telescope, and it was due to be returned on April 20th, 1971. It was just dropped off at the same branch where it was originally taken out, the South Hill branch on Fraser and 45th. So technically, that library book was 18,675 days late, about 51 years. This past Tuesday, the VPL posted a photo of the overdue book on Instagram. They also posted a photo of the note it came with that read, quote, from your library, very sorry, it's a bit late, unquote. The library also says the book is still in good condition. The book, which was 10 years old when it was taken out, tells the history of the telescope from pre-Galileo to post-Sputnik. And it's a good thing that the library is not charging a fine for this one. On the inside page, a stamp cautions people that as of 1963, an overdue book will cost you five cents a day. Even without any type of interest, that means the late fee would be more than $930. But because of the new rule, the library says that uh, there will be no fine at all. And if you're not one to forget library books, do you forget things when you get out of an Uber? Well, Uber Canada has just released their annual Lost and Found Index for 2022. And they've listed the most common items left behind by Uber passengers, as well as some of the more bizarre stuff. Some of the weird stuff has been uh, a birth certificate, a sample of construction tiles, gold teeth grills, a tiramisu cake, and a submarine sandwich. Also a skateboard. The skateboard was left behind in Vancouver, by the way. The most commonly forgotten items, uh, you probably guessed it, cell phones, but also in the top 10, wallets and purses, keys, headphones, backpacks and bags, glasses, clothing, vapes and e-cigarettes, jewelry and watches and water bottles. Vancouver made the cut for one of the top 10 forgetful cities in Canada. We are fifth of the most forgetful. And if you are an Uber passenger and you're going out for a big night, remember the most common time for people to forget things in an Uber, according to this survey, is at nine o'clock on Saturday night. Think about that. This is Vancouver Consumer. We'll be back next Saturday, two o'clock. We're here every Saturday, two to four. Thanks to our intrepid producer, Leo Coelho. I'm Martin Strong. The news is coming up next. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.